Welcome back, guys, to the This Is Much More podcast. I'm Evelyn, and my co-host is... Rolly Vogue. And our special guest today is... Jasmine Veneta. Yo, Jazzy. <laughs> I was like, wait, that threw me off a little bit. I was like... <laughs> I was like, wait, what? That's her name? But I mean, obviously, right? Because yeah. it's Jazzy. Or Jazzy oh, Fit. I mean, people call you Jazzy Fit, though, right? I yeah, mean. a lot of people call me Jazzy Fit. My friends call me Jazzy. And then I I don't think anyone calls me Jasmine. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anywhere like the Jasmine or anything No, else. no. I think only people from Georgia call me Jasmine. So you're not from mm-hmm. Houston? No, I'm from Georgia. Thank yeah. you. We're getting started right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, well, first of all, thank you for coming yes, to the podcast. You. You know, thank we're you. glad to have you on. And, uh, and I feel like, I know we're going to get into our backstory and everything, but it's crazy because I feel like, obviously, our group of people are very different from your group of people, mm-hmm. as in, like, Sugarland area, and then we're more on this side, you know what I mean? So Yeah, in the ghetto. <clears throat> Not ghetto, no, this is not ghetto. What are you talking no, about? Like, this is not the ghetto, but compared to Sugarland, I mean. Yeah, Sugarland's nice. You know? Yeah, yeah. Sugarland's but, nice, but <clears throat> or wait, y'all live in Sugarland? Yeah, we live in Sugarland. Um, but the only thing about Sugarland is just that it's very diverse. Yes, but there isn't a lot of Latinos. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of you know Indian. There's a lot of Asian. I think more than anything, there's a lot of Indian. Um, but. I when we first moved here, we didn't really know much about Houston. We liked Sugarland, so we moved there. Wait, y'all moved together? Yeah, yeah, we moved together. Mm. Yeah, so we've been together since we were fifteen. Oh wow! Yeah, so we'll y'all get are into crazy. Yeah, right. no, wait. So both of y'all are the same age? <laughs> no, he's thirty. He'll be thirty-one, and I just turned twenty-nine. So he's a, two years older than me. And you said he said I think we've been together longer than them, but we've been together since literally the same age. I'm 28, turning 29, uh-huh. and he's just turned 31. Yeah, so 2013, you guys started dating? No, 2010. 2010. No, 2010, 2010, yeah. not 2013. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. Oh my <laughs> God, like, wait, what? Yeah, 2010, 2010. Yeah, yeah. May, t- May 2010 for us. Oh, October. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. So they barely. Oh, that's so yeah, that's cool. Crazy. Yeah, because literally, he's like, you think? Because he's like, I know they've been together a long time, and I'm like, yeah, they have. And then he's like, but I think we probably beat them. <laughs> oh, should we beat you guys? That yeah, is crazy. Yeah. Does that ever are, happen though? Like, I feel like. Uh, people come on the podcast and they tell us about like their marriage and stuff uh-huh. and sometimes I'm like oh we've been we've been together longer than them you know uh-huh. but yeah. like this time it's like we got beat uh, so. I, we actually have our friends that own Athletic Empire Arely mm-hmm. and Eduardo they've been together for 13 years too uh, our friends Gabby and Ismail they've been together for like 13 years too so most of our friend couples it's crazy they've They've been together since high school too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Like it's yeah. really, it's really. Our Arturo and Brea are the only ones that haven't been together as long as we have. But it's. I never thought that I would meet other people that've been together as long as we have. And now you're the third. I know. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, you know, for us that y'all are, y'all are the same age as us. Is y'all are the first? Oh, right? okay. Same age. Oh, same, same age, age yes, as yes, us. Oh, yeah, okay. because we know people that are older than us that oh, have okay. been yeah. dating. You know, Ooh. but I feel like people our age. Yeah, like we're the only ones out oh, of yeah. our friends. Like, oh, okay. That are, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, we we were we started like in high school. In too, high school, so yeah, it's yeah. just like everybody was like fucking around, and yeah. we we're just like okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little <clears throat> bit about yourself. So you're from Georgia. Yes. So I'm from Georgia. I was born in Chicago, but raised in Georgia. I am the oldest of three girls. Um, I grew up in the restaurant business because my dad was, he started his restaurant journey or entrepreneur journey as a waiter in a restaurant. And he worked there for like 12 years. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to open up my own restaurant. So when I was around in primary school, so like five or six, yeah, uh, he opened up a restaurant. 
and then um yeah then he kept that one for a few years opened up another so he had two so i grew up in the restaurant business like my both my parents were working there all day i was there all summers all the time were you a waiter waitress i I started as a hostess when i was like 10 11 then i went moved up to cashier because i wasn't old enough to be a waitress because you had to take out beer and then i was so excited because i got to move into waitress and then from waitress i was assistant manager and then manager when they would leave to mexico or whatever whatever trip my dad would want to take he'd just leave me in charge and yeah i I grew up in the restaurant business so i was raised in georgia restaurant uh mexican Oh, Mexican. Mexican. So your parents are from Mexico. Yeah, they're from. They're both from Jalisco. Oh wow, that's like what south. I don't know. Wherever. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) wherever. I've never been over there, so I don't know. I know they. They're from Tamaulipas, so (laughs) it's like like, like, super close. Yeah, we're right across. Oh wait, Jalisco is that where like uh, Tequila City is? Yes. Oh okay. Yeah. So it's down south. Yes. Yeah. Oh okay. You are from where? Salvador. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. My family's Salvadorian. Oh, okay, so, okay. But I was born here. Oh, okay, okay. But I've been to Mexico way many more times then. Yes. Have you ever been to Mexico then? Yeah, I, we used to go um, all the time during the fiestas, like, you know, and during yeah. Christmas time. My dad would, as soon as the bell rang to get out of school, he would be the first one to pick us up and we would drive, what, like the 40 <laughs> hours to uh, oh his little town, which is called Santa Maria. And we would spend two weeks there. And sometimes they only gave us, during holiday time, they only gave us like 10 days. But my dad was like, mm-hmm. fuck it. Like, you'll miss an extra yeah, couple yeah, of days. Yeah. It's fine. And we would stay there for like two weeks during the fiesta, as they call it. You know, every day there's a different yeah. party or whatever. And it was like the best until, um, I think the last time, I had my quinceanera actually in Mexico. And then oh, we wow. went one more year, and then things started getting really bad. Yeah. And so we just didn't go again. Wow, so you're full on, like, Latina. Oh, yeah. I'm full on. Yeah. It's crazy because I don't talk a lot of Spanish on my stories. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> we were like, wait, I, I want to know, right? Like, if you're full on, but you're uh, yeah. I'm full Mexico, you're full on. <laughs> okay. I just don't really talk a lot of Spanish in, in my stories and stuff because where I was raised in Georgia was primarily white. And mm-hmm. so. I was the only, I think one other kid was, uh, and me were the only Hispanics in our entire high school. So I was like, just always with, with, you know, it was a little bit of mix, but no Hispanics. Yeah, you don't get to practice your Spanish. Well, not even practice your Spanish. You don't have the culture of like, when you're in school with other Latinos, you guys go through the same things. You guys go to the same parties and do stuff like that. I mean, I didn't do any of that. And so, um, yeah, but I'm full on, girl. I love, we love, Chris and I love the music. We love the culture. And I mean, it's just, I'm starting to practice. I want to talk more Spanish. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Like, if you speak Spanish, like, just like try to normalize it, like in your everyday life. Or- yeah. Um, <clears throat> I do speak it, but. I think because it's just me and him, we speak mostly English. Okay, Anytime yeah, I call my mom, sense. it's always Spanish. Um, and I talk to my mom almost every day. But I'll do a lot of Eng- uh, Spanglish with my friends. Yeah, like, you I'm know, a Spanglish I, I like to be Spanglish, yeah. especially if I know you know Spanish. Um, some of my friends don't. So when they're around, we don't speak as much Spanglish. Or I forget they don't know Spanglish. And I'm like, you should understand this right now. <laughs> uh, but I do. I mean, I, I, mm. I, 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 the only time I ever get nervous is if I'm going to have like a full-on conversation with someone who's like fluent then I get a little bit nervous because I'm yeah. like the accents and all that stuff depending yeah. on where you're from. And you then know? some you think about it so much then then you start sounding like uh, like if you don't even you know. know. Yeah, Spanish. but you do know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. yeah, we, we had a friend and she's from Monterrey, right? Is that Erica? Uh, I don't remember is where it she's from. I don't, remember. I don't know, but her Spanish is like more like Rebelde. Okay. You know that show Rebelde? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're all going on tour right now, right? Yeah. 
But yeah, she talks more like that. It's like fresa, uh, like okay, very, yeah. you know. And, and then, then ours is more like <laughs> she called me naco, and then I'm like, I I guess you know. She's the, she, it's <clears> funny because she's the one. She's the type that's like, oh, pita tu raya way, like uh, like she talks like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I feel like Mexico has very different Spanish. Like, they do everyone like Guerrero. Yeah. Like they say cocho. They say like they're like loud. You know, his family's from Guerrero. You're, so shout out to Chris <laughs> behind the camera today. <laughs> his family's like, and so my friend Arely too. Her her. her families from Guerrero and they just like they're they're super loud they're like cocho this cocho that like it's just different depending on where you're from yeah, yeah. is Guerrero yeah. like where like middle of Mexico oh oh okay yeah hmm. yeah we we haven't been to Guerrero okay no? yeah, I was gonna oh, okay no, so no, no. but have you so when's the last time you went to Mexico uh, yeah, well, Guadalajara was like two, three years ago. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. But not to like the town where my parents are from or his town. Mm, just just to things. go on a trip. Yeah, just we went to Guadalajara um, and spent like a few days over there. And then I'm, obviously we go to like Cancun and stuff. But I do get scared to go to like where my parents are from and stuff just because of the cartel stuff. It's just scary. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> we, we've had to stop going too just because uh stuff like that yeah you just don't but um but yeah i mean every now and then like they'll tell us like oh it's good you know you can come over here and, and sometimes they'll be like nah it's best not to come not this year come. or whatever you know because yeah. they always try to go every march march right? and it's october march and october oh okay yeah okay. and now we made it like uh in january because we have a toy drive oh okay so we this is going to be our fourth year so we where we we made it a thing where we go after Christmas, so we're basically the last people that take toys oh, to give them out to okay, the kids because yeah. people donate during Christmas time or whatever, and then Dia de los Reyes happens, and then they get a, like one small toy. Uh -huh. So then we go after that, and then we finish off like with oh, giving okay. them like the last toy or whatever. Oh, mm -hmm. that's awesome! What yeah. part of Mexico do you guys do that? <clears throat> In Tamaulipas. Oh, well, okay. I mean that's all I know, right? Yeah. From where his family is from, which is crazy because um, we started doing Alegres Milagros, which is the toy drive, mm -hmm. one year, right? Like we started the first year, it was just the little town, like his parents' little town, and then we did it the second year, mm -hmm. and then it was the town next next to them, right? Yeah. And then we did it the third year, which was this year in January, and then we were able to drive like an hour away to like a way smaller town. Yeah. Literally, we just pulled up in front of a church and kids were running to the truck. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy is that um, like people, <clears throat> I mean, I like what we do, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, people always tend to like say like oh you're not in a way like you're not doing enough like because yeah. we oh, go to yeah, our area the and then i mean my tios and stuff they know the kids there you know and yeah. then they'll be like oh they they kind of got money yeah you know go to the next town yeah. so we go to the next town and they're like nah there's another town you know yeah and then we posted like how she said like we went to a super small town and then when we posted the video like we do a recap of mm -hmm. everything we did and somebody on remember there was a comment and somebody's like why are y'all giving these kids like i don't know like that live in houses like y'all need to go to the kids that live on the streets and i'm like bro like you can only do so much win. you know you can, like yeah honestly if it's... we gave to hospitals here or like schools man they'd be on our ass and be like go to mexico yeah which we yeah. already do you know? yeah, so it's yeah. Like, which is crazy it's so hard like to take the toys to mexico it's literally like if you're taking drugs say, girl yeah. like you have to pay like a fee for like really yeah so yeah. it's like whatever money i get like donated like i literally just keep it like in my savings let's say right yeah so i have to like clear that account so like all that money i know it's just for Les milagros because yeah. it's not considered non-profit like it doesn't matter in mexico if it's a non-profit here yeah you know what i mean because yeah. to them it's like okay what is that you know yeah. so then i have his uncle or his dad's friends like i normally prep like a box uh -huh. of toys from like um what's what's the store um Pablo. 
No, uh, the box. Home the Depot? Bro- yeah, Home Depot. The box from like, uh-huh. Home Depot. Like I stuff it in with like a bunch of toys and then I just like give it to somebody and okay. then they take it. Like oh, they okay. cross the border with it. Like, And if they get, they're like, hey, like, what do you have? They pay the fee and then I just send them the money. Oh, yeah. Like okay, that's okay. crazy. Like they don't let you like because they think you're going to go resell over there, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, OK, OK, OK. But yeah, we do that. So um why did we get into that again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. We were talking, okay. we were talking okay, about something. Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We got. Oh, but that's yeah. awesome that you guys do that. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because yeah. we were talking about the last time you had gone. Yes, yes, but, yes, yes. And that you were scared. Okay, yeah. so me, I have nightmares sometimes, especially with the toys, because I'm always telling him. He tells me too. He's like, man, what if the guys pull up and say, give me all your toys? Yeah. We're like, okay, take them. Like, take the toys. <laughs> what are they supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, well, my thing is like, what are they going to do? Like, play yeah. with the toys? Like, I, yeah. I'm always like, man. And they're gonna want to take me like yeah that's even, what i'm scared like of. i'm not even from there like yeah. you know so yeah that's what we don't we don't fuck around with chris is like no fuck that if they want to take you what am i supposed to do <laughs> i'm gonna have to give you away and i'm like oh, oh i'm not even gonna fight no he's gonna fight <laughs> and i'm like i don't want you to die like we literally put in the table like, like we're just rather not you, go you plan this scenario yeah, yeah i'm yeah, like fuck it's just so too. scary and it's because you just yeah. never know yeah. and you could just literally look at someone the wrong way and piss them off and then you're yeah, like yeah and they don't shepherds. have a certain look to them yeah no. they don't they just look like a deal like yeah. they look like regular ass people yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong like they'll have like their walkies when we be driving over there yeah. and i'm just like oh my god or they have their hats they say like the fucking the name on there yeah, yeah. Okay, it's okay. scary yeah it's no. scary but yeah. it's cool once you're like in the neighborhood i mean when you were younger i loved it i mean we would be out and about all day your parents don't give a shit where you're at as long as you come back and shower and get ready to go to the plaza but we were like literally on four wheelers dirty all day in la plaza yeah. i didn't give a shit about anything yeah. i don't even know what we ate i think we just ate like tortilla with aguacate and just like get out the door first thing in the morning and like it was a great experience i yeah, loved it but sure. now as i'm older it's like i wouldn't have that same experience but i'm grateful for it yeah you know? but how, what do you think it would be like for your kids ah don't you want to like share that with them but then you're just limited to being able to provide that experience right like it's hard yeah i don't know i never now because i just haven't had that experience because chris hasn't had that experience i don't know if i would share that Mm -hmm. mexico experience with them Mm -hmm. but i my i what i do love is that um if we ever do decide to have kids like my my dad he's like very much into horses and things like that mm. so i still really like grow them up in that culture yeah, right? i that, still want them to be mm-hmm. part of it yeah. it's just the mexico part of it depending on where things are later on you know if we could take them with my parents and stuff great but i don't think that that alone sets like the standard for raising them in the mexican culture i think oh we yeah do for it here, sure no you know? yeah 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 because i mean i do i like we do that for our son where it's like he goes to mexico uh, he with spends, us though yeah with yeah because my parents are always like oh we'll take him I'm like no nah, you're, I'm good, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> but he's uh, he's over there with them right now my dad has a ranch he has his horses okay his, but like, here in Houston yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he's over there right now I know he like goes out there feeds the whatever the, the animals yeah. 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 he has like borregas and stuff like that yeah and then, but we were just talking about that because uh, what were we talking about food just like Mexican food, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how we don't cook. Like, I don't cook. Uh, or she doesn't cook, like, the stuff my mom would give me, you know. Uh, well, like she has, like... Yeah, like, like, she that. has a different upbringing. She's Salvadorian, you know. So, she her foods are different than mine. Mm-hmm. But Milo, our son, he doesn't have, like... We, we're not we're not giving him those giving him those foods that we mm, grew up with you know yeah, we try i mean we give him like yeah. mexican stuff he's eating know, like um flautas but like 
air fried. Yeah. Not like, yeah, 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 you know, like true. A, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. eating like healthier versions yeah, of yeah, like yeah, what yeah. we used to eat. You yeah. Know? So that's what we were just talking about. Like, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, guys, I haven't thought about <clears throat> that far ahead about our kids. Like, because I don't cook. Like Chris is the cook in the house, so he he cooks. I told you and it was it, a thing. And he <laughs> he has the patience to cook. Like I'm there, I'm the cleaner. Like I'll wa- he hates washing the dishes. I'll wash the dishes. You cook for me, baby. So he'll cook. His mom was really because I was raised in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ate restaurant food. My mom didn't really have to cook. Yeah. But his mom cooked very much, and she's one of the best cooks I've ever met. She cooks really really well. Um, we because of our like fitness lifestyle and stuff we've just kind of stopped eating like authentic mexican food because you have to so now at home you know we just don't we just prefer having like the simple chicken and rice or whatever it is because one we're gonna hit our macros and two like we have to keep a physique so we can't always be eating stuff with a ton of aceite and things like that Mm -hmm. and like now like you know you deal with lactose intolerance so i can't have a ton of queso and, and you know crema and stuff but I've never really thought about, damn, like, if I have kids, how am I going to pass this, like, tradition to them? Because I loved, I still love eating those foods. Like, when we go to Georgia, his mom's like, okay, what menu, what do you want this week that you guys are here? And we make, we love, we're like, (laughs) we want chiladas verdes, we want chiladas de mole, we want Mm -hmm. this, we want that. So we get that experience. So hope to God, you know, your mom doesn't die till she's, like, over 100 and she can cook for our kids. (laughs) Your mom's here in Houston? No, she's in Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. oh, girl, I called her the other day. And I was like, hey, um... I'm trying to make a salsa verde for enchiladas verde because he was at the he was at the gym and I'm like swag I'm trying to make enchiladas verdes pero me salieron muy picosos like what am I supposed to do like how many chiles am I supposed to put because the recipe on TikTok said like one jalapeno and three three serranos uh-huh. and I did that and it was so spicy and it came out bitter and she's like oh es que no tienes que dejar que los tomatillos bust and i'm like shit i was over here waiting till they do bust it's a whole ass process yeah, to cook mexican food dude yeah it is it's, it's a so whole annoying because like the green enchiladas that you're talking about like yeah. i get the recipe from my sister oh and she's okay. Salva- she's salvadorian too yeah. right but she knows how to make the good mexican green enchiladas because uh-huh. her husband is like uh mexican, mexican yeah. yeah so i'm like hey dude how do i and she just sends me i'm like no send me measurements yeah like, <laughs> how much like, of each yeah. his mom too no más leches poquito cuando tú miras i'm like no 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 how <laughs> yeah. And brown, like yeah. where, where, because What's I'm like, the tone? Tone. yeah, because I cannot, you can't do that. Oh, just poquito porque I don't know what I'm just gonna fucking ruin it. Yeah, it's a lot of. Yeah, dude, like, he came home that day. He was like, "Baby, you look so stressed." I was like, "This is so stressful." I was like, "Just eat these damn enchiladas already." Oh my god. Did you make them in the the fried like the tortilla? That day, no. I just like put a little bit of oil and like poquito. Like okay, it's because yeah. I don't really, we don't really. No, yeah, you know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like with Milo, it's just like it's just. Because back then, the food, there was just, like, you eat what there is, yeah. and there's just no way to make it healthy. Right. Now yeah. we learn. Like, we're learning, you yeah. know, like, um, the better option. Yes, you yes, know? yes, yes. So yeah, but it's still not like, the same. I mean, it's better, you know, but... It doesn't taste the yeah, same. No, 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 absolutely yeah, not. No. Man, like, we have this hot dog lady, and then we always talk about her on the podcast. <laughs> the hot but, like, dog lady? <laughs> really? Yeah, over there in Mexico. And then... She, yeah, she does, like, the hot dogs, and then she wraps the bacon on there, and she puts, like, all these, like, verduras and shit. Yeah. And then, um, and then she does, like, this... Oh, it's tomate, 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 yeah, yeah, tomate, 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 I was literally yeah. and then she puts like this, uh, like this hot sauce, it's um, que es, habanero. Uh, habanero, right? But it's mm-hmm. like white, you know, oh, okay. And so we came over creamy here, and I'm like, white, like a creamy, yeah, it's like a creamy white, like uh, sauce. And then I we came over here, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try to do it, you know, so I do them, and then 
it's my style you know yeah. i'm like i'm not gonna copy her thing i don't know what she does yeah. you know? she so, doesn't share her recipe okay yeah so i'm just yeah, like i make secret, I, yeah. I make habanero sauce and then mine's orange or whatever oh, yeah. the, the color of the, the habanero. habanero you know yeah. and then so i give them to my family and stuff and they're all they're all like oh i mean it's not as good as the ladies you know but whatever like and i'm like bro i'm not trying to like you know <laughs> at, least, at least i got some yeah. today you know like <laughs> where does she but, sell the hot dogs uh, like plaza. at the plaza. Yeah. Oh, okay. In Mexico? Yeah, in Mexico. Oh, okay. She's literally like... So every time we go over there, she's yeah. always hitting if her up. Yeah, because I had to add her on <clears> Facebook to be... Well, because of the toy drive, oh, a lot okay. of like the people that live over there ended up adding me. Because I never created like an Instagram account oh, or okay. anything. Yeah. So they were just adding my personal and I'm just like, hell no, I have like all these people that I don't even know like oh, on yeah, my yeah, Facebook, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So then I ended up, this year's the first year, this is already are going to be our fourth one. I barely created the page, A page this year. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's nice. But, um, but I had to add a lot of people and I, I realized that she was the one that made hot dogs. So then I'm just like, uh, now I know, right? So then I just became cool with her and I'm oh, like, now cool. every time I'm like, we're going to, we're going to Santa and she's like, Aquí los espero or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. I got your hot dogs ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. But uh, let's talk about like you coming over here. So okay. how was that? How did y'all, because y'all came by yourselves, right? Like mm -hmm. y'all's family's not here. No. Y'all don't have no family here. No family. So what caused that? Like what, what made y'all come over here? So, uh, um, we were both, I was working full-time for my dad as, as a manager and waitress. Um, and at the time, I knew, like, Chris and I have always been, like, really hard workers, and we knew we wanted more out of our life. Especially for me, I knew that I didn't want to just work, like, a nine-to-five job. Mm -hmm. I never really envisioned myself just, like, at a desk. I was like, I either want to get into the restaurant business or be some sort of entrepreneur. Um, and then at the time... <clears throat> Uh, we were a little bit into fitness and I was working at the restaurant. I was training on online. I was training in person. I was having classes and I was also doing makeup. Like I was just hustling and he was hustling too. And I was like, Hey, like, how about we like open up a restaurant? Cause we went to, um, the Arnold. Have you guys, are you guys familiar with the Arnold? It's one of the, one of the big bodybuilding expos. Oh, like yeah. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we went to Arnold, and we went to this one restaurant, which was almost like um, <clears throat> similar to Torchy's, but they just opened one here in Sugarland that you have like a Scantron sheet, and you pick what you want in a taco, and then you turn in the Scantron sheet, like like when you were in school, mm -hmm. and they make your taco for you. Um, I think it was called Condado, something like that in, in Ohio, and we love the concept, and I was like, fuck, Chris, this is awesome. We should take this back to Georgia. So at the time we were young and we didn't really have money to start our own business. So I told my dad, hey, because um, at this time my dad only had one restaurant and he's really old school. And I was like wanting to make it more like modern and better and more Americanized, like with technology and everything. My dad was like, his was still like no pads no yeah. and, and like a cash register or whatever. And we like pitched him the idea. We had a name. We looked at locations, but then last minute he pulled out. He's like, no, no, no. Mm. Like he was too scared. He's like, I don't want to start over yeah. at that point. And so right before he like pulled out, we 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 came to Houston for summer shredding. It was like okay. one. It was like the first or second summer shredding. Uh, but it was still at his little gym, like the little his first ever gym. And um, uh, I think I was gonna start working with Ghost, or I met Ghost there and. Um, it was like super small and like we didn't really have much money but we were like fuck it like he's doing his first summer shredding let's just drive and see who we meet see who we connect with and we would go to the different expos too to do like at this point I wasn't sponsored by anyone um, but just to meet people yeah and uh, so we came to Houston and we hit it off with the ghost people and because they knew Christian we hit it off there and um, 
we also had a friend named Kelvin. He was a uh, photographer. And he was like, you guys should move to Houston. And Kelvin the Chinito? Uh, Chinito. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, he's still our friend. I said yeah, we had a friend. He's still no, our shout friend. out Kelvin. Yeah. yeah. No, I talked to him. Okay, today. yeah, cool. yeah. And <clears> so... Um, we came, we, we came to the event, whatever, we liked it, and then, um, we went back home. You can, you can okay, come on. Yeah. Okay, we went back home, and, um, my dad pulled out, and we were like, fuck, like, what, what are we gonna do? Like, I, I don't know, and we, we were there for like a week or two, and then our friend Kelvin had his baby shower, so okay. we came again, and we loved it, and he was like, you guys should move here, and at this point, um, I had just signed with Alphalee. Alphalee had reached out and was like, we would love to bring you on. They had like, maybe at the time they only had like a girl's, a woman's crop top. That was it. But they wanted to bring in more female um, influencers. Mm -hmm. So they brought me on and then, you know, I came to the baby shower and we we liked it here. We're like, fuck, like this would be a great opportunity because one, I'll be close to Christian, right? And Alphalee. And at that point he was already at the new gym. And I was like, it's just a bigger city there was so much diversity too for us is what we love like there were different restaurants different cultures like i said over there i'm from a small my parents live in a small town called chickamauga okay chickamauga <laughs> yeah. it's like so fucking yeah. small and like i said no diversity for us <clears throat> to even go to like the club you'd have to drive to atlanta which was two hours away so we'd have to stay like at a hotel the hangout spot over yeah. there was like a chili's or Applebee's. That was the hangout yeah, yeah. spot. There was literally nothing. At now, there's a lot more over there in Georgia, but mm -hmm. or where we're from. But I, when we were living there, nada. So we came back from the baby shower, and I was working one day, and I just remember it was like during a slow period uh, of the restaurant when there's like not many people, and uh, I was waiting this table, and then I just like went to the restroom, and all of a sudden I just like had like this crazy panic attack and started crying. And I call him and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, either I'm like, we move or I move alone, but I gotta get the fuck out of here. I was like, I gotta get out of here. And it was one of the hardest decisions because I'm the oldest. My parents, I don't know if you guys are old, older. He's the oldest. Yeah, they depend a lot on you, right? Like, yeah. how, like, I raised my mom basically and I helped my parents with everything at that time restaurant, personal, everything. So making the decision of leaving my family was really hard. But at that time, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I was like, I need to get out because if not, I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to end up being here and I'm not going to get out. And so he was like, fuck it. Like, let's go. And yeah. we had just signed our lease at our, our apartment. We had just oh resigned again. And we were like, fuck it. Like, let's just go. So we sold all the stuff we had. We gave some of the furniture that my mom had given us for our apartment back to my parents. At this point, we were already married, too. Um... But I gave some furniture back to my mom. We sold all our stuff. And then everything we had left, we packed it in a Prius. Everything. Oh it was one, The biggest thing was our TV. Because yeah. we really wanted to bring up our TV. Because <laughs> at that time, uh, <clears throat> you know, TVs are fucking expensive. So yeah. we're like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. our TV. I sold my, I was driving a 350Z at the time. Sold my 350Z. They only gave me like $4,000 for it. <laughs> I sold it. That's the only money we came here to Houston with. $4,000 to our name. He had an S2000, sold it. We got the, we traded in for the Prius, mm -hmm. and we, we got the Prius, put all our stuff, all our clothes, we bought this big ass like bag, and you put it on top of the Prius, mm -hmm. and in that bag was just clothes. Like just all our clothes, zipped it up, put it on top of the Prius, the back seats were full with like little tiliches and fucking TV, and then I was shotgun, Chris was driving, and our Frenchie was in my lap. The whole 13 hours, a 13 hour drive. 
And at that point, we had already signed a lease in an apartment in Sugarland, and Kelvin is the one that actually helped us get it. <clears throat> and yeah, we were like, fuck it. We, we got to make it, you know? Yeah, and yeah. we, will, Chris and I are uh, big believers on um, we will either find a way or we will make one. I actually have it tattooed here, and he has it tattooed on his chest. Well, and we, ever since we like moved out by ourselves, it was like, we're going to find a way, or we're going to fucking make a way. Like, we're going to yeah. make it happen. Like, for us, it was like we didn't ever expect any handouts. Yeah. We've always worked really hard for our stuff. Do you need me to get a break? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. Let's, let's let's no, no, I, no I, it's because you're, you're going and I don't want to stop no, no, you. No, you're, yeah, 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 you're let's go on a quick break and we'll be back. Okay. Sir. <laughs> We are back. Right. Uh, so you were saying y'all both have it tattooed, right? Yeah, yeah. So we both have it tattooed. We will find a way or we will make one. Um, we've just mm. been firm believers on like, you, you got to make a way to be successful, right? Yeah. How old were y'all? Because you said y'all already married. Yeah. So we moved out when I was 20. 19, 20, I moved out with him. And you were like 22, I think at the time. And then we got married. Like, we never had a, like a wedding. We just kind of got married for like because like, oh, my parents court, were like yeah. you can't live together until you're married yeah. so we just got married <laughs> yeah. through court real quick we, we didn't live together until we got married literally, oh really literally mm -hmm. moved in the that's we got married saturday and i moved in with him sunday did you have a wedding yeah we had a wedding. okay see mm -hmm. no we didn't have a wedding because we just i was just like fuck it whatever we didn't have money to have a wedding <laughs> either and so we just and we had we had a little bitty party with like our our immediate family but that mm -hmm. was it so uh yeah so then we moved together and we lived together in Georgia for what four years, three four years before we moved uh, here to Texas. So yeah, cause so I'm, it's been recent, right? Yeah, it's been this month actually will be five years. My birthday. Yeah, we moved my birthday five years ago, twenty eighteen. Oh wow. Yeah. But you know, I'm thinking, and I'm like, damn, at twenty, uh -huh. <clears throat> I don't know if I would have taken a risk like that. But because she talks about like leaving Houston sometimes, mm -hmm. like she's like, I would want to live somewhere else, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. But I'm like. I like Houston. I don't know. No, I like Houston, But it's Houston like, it's too. crazy because where you were living at, it kind of makes sense for you to want to yeah. move out somewhere yeah. else. But I mean, I feel like in Houston, it's just becoming more of an oppor opportunistic, like, space. But it wasn't I mean? back then, though. Yeah. Houston okay. really wasn't, like, a, it was more like L.A. or New York, uh -huh. you know? But Houston, it wasn't, like, a big, like, event. Yeah, like, did you ever think about, like, going, like, to L.A. or something instead? Yeah, so he's originally, <clears throat> Chris is originally from L.A., but it was okay. so expensive. I was like, there's, okay, like, we got no, this yeah. stepping stone because if we moved to L.A., I mean, we would go visit his family and we would see what they would pay for, like, a little shack, you know what I mean? And it was, yeah, like, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculously <laughs> expensive. And yeah. I wasn't going to go try to make it in some place like that where I already knew it was going to be really, really hard, right? Yeah. So it was kind of like a stepping stone, which I, L.A. is beautiful, right? Yeah. yeah. But even now, like, sometimes we think about moving to L.A., but I'm like, fuck, I don't want to pay, like, well, what you the pay now? Nah, yeah, yeah, for, like, something way smaller. So... I just don't want to give up my my living, yeah. <laughs> my living to move to LA. But no, for me, it's more like I'm down to like move to Spain and just like oh, live yes. life like that. Yes. You know? But we just have so much going on, like yeah. with the podcast. We have to build first before we're able to make that move. You know. Yeah, you can, you do, but I think it's great. A lot of influencers are doing that now. I literally oh, just really? told them like a few weeks ago. I was like, "Fuck it, let's." I mean, we have the house, right? But I was like, well, just Airbnb in the house or something and let's just buy it, live in... We, I literally told him, let's go live in Spain for a year. Like, I literally mm. told him, let's go live in Spain for a year. Because you can, right? As an yeah. influencer, once you build yourself to a certain mm. level, like, as you can take your podcast shit over there, you know, and oh, do yeah. it over there. Like, as long as you're getting 
income from somewhere, right? Then yeah. you can live anywhere. Um, but I think it's if you can do it, why not do it? No, right? yeah, for sure. But yeah, so we moved here and it was just me and him. And How we was like, that drive for y'all? Because like I only imagine like y'all being in the car and being like, "Fuck, we're doing this." We were excited. What? Fucking Prius red lighting. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We were really excited. Uh, you know, a lot of our fa- friends at the time and our family were really scared, right? They were like, "Please don't leave." My mom at that point was like, "When the week of, she's like, we'll open the restaurant. We'll open the restaurant you want." I was like, "It's too late. Like, it's too yeah, late, yeah. mom. I'm sorry. It's too late." And <clears throat> everyone was so terrified because, I mean, our parents would still tell you, like, both of you by yourself, so young. So we were we moved in together at 20, but we moved here. At t- I was 24. Um, that's at the a time. young age still. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. really young. And um, but I was like always like if we don't make it, we can always go back. Like for me, it, I was never scared because I was like, at the time, thankfully I already had Alphalete, so I had that salary. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I have my online training, so I did build. Like I just didn't have a job and moved. Like he's the one that did have to find a job, so he found a job and worked at uh, Nissan, the car dealership. Mm-hmm. But I had my income for my um, online training and Alphalete. And I was like, I'll, I'll get other jobs when I get here, you know, if I need the income. But I was like, if it doesn't fucking work, it doesn't work. We move back and no pasa Open nada. Yeah. yeah, you know, it doesn't. And thankfully, like, people are still, like, shocked that we've, the, the amount of growth we've had just living here. But I just think that if you're willing to chase the opportunity and you know that more than anything, you believe in yourself that you're capable of more, you can make it happen. You know, at what point did you did you start seeing, like, <clears throat> like some sort of success where you were like, you know what, like, it is going to work. Like, it's, yeah. things are starting to pick up. I think after the year, because okay. he was working still at Nissan, and then after the year with my training and Alphalete getting bigger and um, me getting bigger as an influencer mm-hmm. is when I started to notice a change, and that's when he quit his job. I was like, hey, just quit um, Nissan and just work with me full-time. So he started taking on clients, and we just started, like, really – uh, focusing on our online training and then my salary with Alphaly helped a lot and stuff. So I think after the year, but we really had to like work hard during that year. And it was really hard. Like it was a really hard transition because I was by myself. He was working at it. If you work in a car dealership, you're there all day, almost every day. Yeah. You know, it's really tough. So we had to give up a lot of quality time together. And that was really hard because we, we didn't have any friends. So it was no, just yeah. me and him. So I was wondering that like, it's crazy because whenever me and him because obviously the there's an age difference mm-hmm. right i mean it was like two years mm-hmm. and so the maturity level like at that age like you had to be like mentally right like yeah you know to be able to deal with something like that like a big transition like right yeah i think because i was the oldest too i just mm-hmm. i've always been really mature for my age I, yeah. I feel i honestly consider myself like an old soul i'm just like very even now he gets mad at me because he's like you dress like you're 50 he's like you're <laughs> like stop i'm like i just like i'm like i'm gonna be 30 i need to act different he's like shut up like you don't like you're you're still so fucking young like stop but like i've just always been like because i you know my past with my family and stuff i've always been think i always think ahead and like i'm just been really mature and he's always really wanted more out of his life too and i feel like thankfully yeah even though it's two years he's pretty like he's pretty mature i guess i would say yeah (laughs) even though like yeah like it was very scary we both kind of knew we had to like grind our asses when we got here but 
for us it was worth it because we wanted more out of our life yeah for yeah. sure yeah it's so funny because i the way you're talking about y'all i feel like that's how we are like because mm-hmm. he's always like man you should put this on you should put this on yeah just like i guess like yeah <laughs> that's how he is he's like go get a tighter dress like i'm like bro i don't want to wear a tighter dress i'm like i'm like just let me he's like you and your vineyard shirts because i like oversized shirts he's like they're too oversized you look like you belong in a like in napa valley in a, in a vineyard i'm like bro he looks like have you watched the movie the parent trap yeah. yeah he thinks i look like that lady that takes care of the house for them for, oh my and, uh, god he's like you want to dress like that lady in the parent trap i'm like no no but yeah. but oversized tees are a thing they're a thing yeah, yeah they're literally thing. like yeah. my closet is like regular clothes <clears throat> and then a side full of like uh t-shirts t-shirts like, yeah. yeah yeah so whenever people come over because we have like a lot of brands they're like oh what size and i'm like okay small or medium like, yeah you know yeah, and yeah. normally they bring like a medium so they're like oversized, oversized. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's always like the shock aware blanks or the la blanks yeah so those are already running like oversized yeah you know? yeah yeah so <clears throat> uh i wanted to ask like y'all have a clothing brand we did oh, y'all did right yes so like was that part of the like the plan like oh let's let's start a brand or whatever to try to make it or no yes well we wanted to do a brand right um we always believed like we believe in having multiple sources of income you can't really become a millionaire with just one source of income right unless you're lucky or you're born into money Mm -hmm. so for us it's been always really important to have multiple sources of income coming in so we had our online training i had my sponsorships and then we started no evil so even before then i started like I've always been like very business savvy. I started like, uh, I made like a small hip thrust pad at the time and I was like, oh, let me sell hip thrust pads and I sold booty bands and things like that. Um, And then No Evil came out because at the time, it was our first year here, I got, um, I had some issues with some people and um, I will say the hardest transition about moving from Georgia to Houston is that Georgia is is in the South, right? And mm-hmm. Southern has, hospitality is a big thing. Like people are just nicer over there. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with like family and nice, like, you know, relatives and my cousins and things like that. So <clears throat> yes, I dealt with a little bit of girl drama, but not much. And when I moved here, you're surrounded with influencers who are all trying to make it, right? And like the amount of honestly like negativity and hate that was here when i first moved and just it was a lot and it was a lot for my like little you know heart to take like at that point i like honestly i was what's the word i'm looking for like um innocent like i just didn't expect for, what would he tell uh, for you what right like yeah what would chris tell you he was at the time like he was uh still working on nissan and stuff and so i was trying to make friends mm-hmm. and girlfriends and like i just dove in like i said i thought like everyone was gonna be nice everyone wants Mm -hmm. the same thing and when someone switches on you and i'm i'm a very honest person like if i don't like you i'll tell you if you did something to hurt my feelings i'll handle it right then and there like i just don't like i i i don't mind confrontation i'd rather confront you about something than like be overthinking it because i'm already a natural overthinker yeah because we're grown-ups yeah right? like handle it like a fucking grown-up yeah, yeah just say it literally you, say. Yeah, you know yeah. how we were talking off camera about <clears throat> my job yeah literally that was the conversation that i was having like today yeah and I'm like we're grown-ups like we should be able to say like what we feel yeah you know? yeah why not and yeah. like um during that time i dealt with like a little bit of just like negativity and but i felt it and i don't know if you guys are believers believers in el ojo and dude i was like i felt like i'm i was always getting ojo i was always getting sick like i didn't feel good so i told him i was like i need to like 
wear a bracelet or something because I constantly feel like I can't even go into the space with this person there because I feel like like really bad I feel sick and um I was like I want to make a uh like a some sort of jewelry or something with the the elojo uh-huh. and so that's where the my, evil the evil eye started because mm. I I started with a necklace mm. and I was like what can we call it and Chris is like let's call it no evil so that's where the brand started and it started with jewelry making it to like protect yourself from mm. negativity but also to remind yourself to give off good energy so yeah. we started with necklaces we did anklets and you know i have my bracelets uh earrings and then we got into clothing a little bit um now because of our new project that we're starting we kind of had to literally focus 100 percent on this new project mm-hmm. so that we kind of um you know sold all the inventory we had we still have the name we still own it because we would love to come back to it but if you have a clothing brand you really have to put a lot a lot of effort into it yeah, oh, yeah. and a yeah. lot of people yeah. don't realize that all that work that you're putting into a brand you don't see anything yeah so sometimes it can get like tiring and unmotivating because you can't get none of the fundings because you have to reinvest everything everything i think people like take a look at like the big picture they look at alphaly or they look at like are you guys familiar with dark sport the company i work Mm -hmm. with they look at dark sport they're like oh it's teachers i can do that but they've been doing that shit for seven years like you don't like it's easy to look on in social media and think of like oh well look they're here already but they don't think about everything that that this company's gone through and how long they've gone through or to the be work. where they're at. Yeah, the work. Yeah. Yeah. It takes and, it's, work. and it's kind of crazy because you come from a world, like, and by that I mean, like, your circle of friends, your circle of, like, people that you know, like, Christian, Shali, and all these mm-hmm. people, like, they have their brands. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm super familiar with their brands. You know, I, I had been, I think it all started with Christian. I had, you know, watched his YouTube growing up and then from there, I saw everybody else. And um, so I see everybody. Yeah, even Max. Max had mm-hmm. his uh, stuff. <clears throat> and then on the Houston side, on our side, we have like slumped. We have like these uh, the other brands, wear. yeah, mm-hmm. streetwear, street throwed. We have like we have a bunch of friends that have brands, mm-hmm. but they're not they're not at the scale that they are yeah. over there in Sugarland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is crazy. Like over here, I I look at our friends. You know, like okay, they're they're uh, successful. They have like a good following, mm-hmm. but compared to them, like over there, Dark Sport and all these people, they're like big yeah like big brands like it's crazy like because they do have the the, there's the differences that like a lot of the brands that like we know have like they don't have like a company mindset Mm. mentality which they might i mean yeah yeah yeah. probably still growing it but i mean yeah what i'm saying is like over there like in sugarland like with charlie and them like their brands because i listen to russ's uh podcast yeah Mm -hmm. and then he talks about his brand a lot Mm -hmm. and i'm like man like it's a lot that goes into it and then you know a lot and the thing too like you're because you're all they're all friends they're constantly like having to level up that's the one thing that you feel a lot of pressure as a business when your friends are all like super successful business owners because you're like because like you said they're not just like oh not even to say average but they're like fucking big right so it's like you are constantly having to think about shit i need to keep growing i need to do better and it's a lot of pressure and then they don't even consider it like streetwear it's just like fitness like like, fitness yeah yeah. because we know a lot of streetwear streetwear, okay and then you speaking about like you having like um you know issues or whatever with Mm -hmm. somebody or people i don't i don't know right Mm. um but 
I didn't, I guess you, you're talking about like, oh, there was other social media influencers mm-hmm. that were out there. And I really didn't know any other ones. Now that, uh, what? <laughs> no, because it's funny. Like, because, yeah, she was <clears throat> one of the first ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, damn, who, who, like, not who Honestly, was it, yeah. but it's like, what other <laughs> social media influencers were there? Because I now only there knew is Christian. More, obviously, yeah. now there is more, and, yeah. Yeah, and then now I see like Alpha Land, and yeah. then that's where they all are. They all are, yeah. So at the time well, it was yeah, smaller. He, yeah, 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 so yeah, it was it probably was you and then a few others. Yeah, yeah. Was, but the you know. few others, I feel like with our group of people like that you know i feel like you were the one we knew oh you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. well i was the og i was yeah. one of the og models yeah so right? for us we were like uh when but when he was saying that i was like yeah because out of our people like that we would gym with or mm-hmm. whatever you were the one that we knew uh-huh. we didn't know like other ones or at yeah. least we didn't follow you know yeah. So uh, that's why it's funny because he's like, "Whoa, who, who?" But not asking you specifically. <laughs> yeah, like, not like who names. were you beefing with, yeah. but like what other who, people yeah. were out there. You know? <laughs> there like, it wasn't. It wasn't anyone part of Awfully. It wasn't an influencer, but yeah, it was okay, someone okay. Like, no, yeah, in yeah. the circle. So. But you know, you said it earlier too. How the like the brands like from over there. Like I'm saying, like over there. Like if it's not yeah. here, right? But those brands that like, you're like, oh, you have to level up because they're leveling up. But it's not a competition. No, thing. no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, did you ever, see, okay, okay. Yeah, and then see. A lot of um, the thing is with like, uh, I feel like a lot of girls, the thing is like they see it as a competition when yeah. it shouldn't be. Like no, yeah. we should all be able to like grow each other, like help each other, you know, uh, grow and like just level up together. Yeah. You know? Well, how is it now? Like, at, I mean, I've never been to Alphaland. But I don't go to Alphaland as much just because <clears throat> our friend owns Pearland, the athletic empire right okay, here in yeah. Pearland. So I gym there just because, to be honest, with Alphaland, it's just a lot of influencers, a lot. And it's so packed. And like anytime we go, every machine is taken. Like it's really hard to just go in and try to just work out. Because, yes, I'm an, like a fitness influencer. I do record some of my, more, my workouts. <clears throat> but that's only like twice a week. The other days, I actually want to go and work out. When I was at Alpha Land, like I was like, fuck, like I have to always be put together, look presentable, because either someone wants to take a picture or I'm going to be in someone's video, right? Whereas with Athletic Empire, like I record twice a week. And the other days, I literally just go in, you know, like no makeup with, you know my hair up whatever like i can just be myself and work out and i know i know it's like i feel like you're looking at it in a way like not a consumer mindset but Mm. just like you're you're somebody you know what i mean like so it's like i feel like christian built alpha land for influencers you know i mean obviously it's like you can go and get your workout in which is a regular gym but i mean at the same time people are going there to work yeah you know what i mean and it's like yeah i get what you're saying well he he originally <clears throat> didn't ever plan it to be just for influencers yeah, yeah, yeah. he did like say okay people are gonna be it's gonna be great for content but then the influencers started taking over a lot and that actually became a problem problem yeah. because people were like complaining because it was influencers and cameras everywhere and like you know yeah, some I'm people aren't the nicest thing. about it right so he's had to like even like had to change some of the rules because guys were to be honest the people that are worse are the guys not girls <laughs> the guys at alpha land oh my god these guys are just like it's just like to me like i guess because that term, it's a big turn off for me for like a guy to be super into himself like that but it was like t-shirt off like just flexing like almost on his underwear so he had to kind of change the rules and be like okay you have to wear your shirt in the gym like you can't just be completely naked and yeah. he's had to change the rules a little bit but if, honestly it hasn't really been girls the issue has been a lot of guys yeah Damn. it's crazy you know, yeah you, you had just went live right <clears throat> today and, uh no. I don't know yeah, yeah no, today no wait, wait was it today yeah it was today 
Oh yeah, we yeah, yesterday. Oh yeah, it was, I was today. Today. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she, yeah. um, she was like, "Hey, I got on her live, and and I think she sent you a message. Yeah, and she, I did. She put on there like, can't wait to see you tonight or something uh-huh. like that. But she's like, man, all the guys were just flooding like her live. Yeah, because I'm like, like, I told him I'm like, because I came home for lunch, uh-huh. right? And then I'm like, oh yeah, she went live. So then I joined, right? Uh-huh. And you were like talking or whatever. And then I'm like, and I sent the message, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure she didn't even get to see it because no, all yeah. these guys were like. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, as soon as I sent my message, my message went straight up. Like, oh, you know shit. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I was gonna ask you about that. Like, does that, like, does that suck? Like, just to have all these guys like just flooding your stuff? Because what if there's like actual girls that are trying to like talk to you? The the just... issue with lives <clears throat> and the, the reason I don't do lives as often is because that happens a lot. But it's because a lot of people that don't follow me actually join my life. It's weird. I don't know how that happens, but like I get a lot of people who don't follow me on my lives and that's really? why I don't like it. Yeah, because people, and it'll be guys that don't follow me and they'll just like be like, who are you? Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you asking them? Like, why are you on why my life? Why are you on the live if you're but, asking? Yeah. yeah. For, as far as like DMs and things like that, I think now because I have my OnlyFans, that's where guys, you know, message mm-hmm. me on my... And they pay and they pay and I make money off of it so I don't mind send me a message because I'm making money off of you but in my DMs and stuff I don't get that much guys I think if I get anywhere a lot of guys is like my TikTok too but that's pretty much it yeah, I don't well, get, Well, but like, TikTok is pretty, like, open. Like, yeah. It's just to anything. Cause, yeah, because yeah. yeah. everything's on your For You page. Yeah. But with guys uh, um, on my Instagram, I don't really have to deal with it too much now. Yeah. Because oh, okay. everything is pretty much... Nowadays, every every guy or... Ev- I mean, and girls who ever look for OnlyFans, they go to your, your profile and automatically that's what they look for on OnlyFans. And if they find an OnlyFans, they typically just go straight there and then into your DMs. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. And in real life... It's like you don't no, get none of that. No, I actually don't really get hit on in person. You know, a lot. but it's funny because I feel like guys are chicken shits. Like they're yeah. all about it behind the phone, sending their little messages, and then they're just like dry as fuck whenever they see you. Like yeah, you know? I don't. Yeah, I don't think you know. Like I don't really get hit on by guys, and if I do, well, I don't really go out by myself. First of all, usually at the gym, you know, I'm at the gym. We're at the gym together, and people know who I am, right? If I go out with like my girlfriends at night for dinner, if I get hit on, it's typically an older man, like like older, like thirty. <laughs> like 30 mid 30s or early 40s that's to be honest is what i attract like younger guys don't really ever come up to me They're, it's usually it's probably like, like intimidating for probably them. but yeah. it's usually if i'm gonna get hit on it's gonna be like a 30 year old like grown man wanting to make you their so sugar I'm, I'm baby like, i know i'm like maybe my sugar baby <laughs> like you talking about 30 year old grown man i'm like i'm 30 year old no but like it's a like it's a different vibe right no, yeah, versus yeah, yeah, like a young 20 year old right no, yeah, yeah no, it's, that's it's, so funny yeah Damn, i thought it's a bad thing i honestly prefer older men but <laughs> you know it's just a preference well what about uh okay so um hot, this is the time yeah no 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 you're, i think we're good Okay. We got four minutes. Okay, because I was going to ask you. So you went into like your OnlyFans. How mm-hmm. does that even work? How does OnlyFans work? Yeah, like how does it work? They can send you messages? Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a little Instagram. Well, it's not like an Instagram because you. I wish there was like a platform, like a like an app, because then I would make a lot more money. But Through you, an app? They don't have an it's app? Not an no, app. it's not an app. So it's it's kind of crazy because she's not, like, at this point, it's been out for so long. Like, I know a lot about it, you know? Uh-huh. Why not, do you know a lot about I'm it? I'm just she saying, you know? She's under the bus. I know. Check no, the bank account. No, no, no. I know a lot about it. I mean, you're super open about it. Um, people just talk about OnlyFans, you know? A I follow more. different podcasts. Like, they all just talk about yeah. it. But but it's funny because she really doesn't, like, know much about it, you know? Oh. So it's like, yeah, I never really so looked when, into it, like, yeah. you know? 
yeah. The yeah. one I looked into was like the feet one. Oh yeah, the you feet know. finder. Yeah, I think that was what it was called. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. I don't know. I just no. I just fan. looked into it because I saw <clears throat> it like on TikTok. You know, because on TikTok, like you couldn't talk about OnlyFans. No. Yeah. Is you that what you're asking me? If your feet weren't nice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Make that extra money. But um, but yeah, like so, I was just wondering because we have a friend too, and we had asked her, but I know she doesn't have it, right, Jessica Lynn? Yeah, I don't think. So. Yeah, she doesn't. But because she gets like a lot of those messages, like, oh, your OnlyFans, OnlyFans, OnlyFans. But she but doesn't she have gets, an OnlyFans. No, no, but she gets a lot of fake accounts too. But like, people ask her about OnlyFans, but she doesn't have an OnlyFans. Like in yeah. the comments, right? They'll say like, "Oh, she start like, uh-huh, oh, start, start like an OnlyFans or, or stuff, oh, like stuff like that." Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And um, but I mean, I feel like she's just like whatever about it, right? Like, yeah, I don't think she's. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What I don't know about now, right? Are, you know? yeah. Because she just started doing. Because she used to work like um, like at a hospital or something, mm-hmm. and now she's sponsored by. Because uh, we had her on the uh, podcast, Ophelie, but she's quite sponsored by Offaly, like different. I think she's with Dark Sport. Dark Sport. I don't think she's with Dark Sport. No, no. She's with know. Alphalie for sure, though. What's her name? Jessica, Jessica Lynn. Lynn. Lynn Kainoa. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. She's like <clears throat> small. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah her. Um, so I had asked her, but she was like, "Well, I honestly, I don't know about it because she didn't know." So I was like, always wondering, like, how does it work? Like, you just get like a weekly check, or is it like monthly? No, no, no. You get payouts like ever oh, so often. Yeah, okay. they pay you through the app. Yeah, yeah. And they only take like a really small percentage. Mm. Um, but yeah, you, you're you able to control what you post on there. People, Some people have like paid VIP pages or free VIP or free pages. So if they're free, you can get on for free and see everything. But then every picture has like a little lock on them and you have to pay to unlock that picture. Mm. So it might be like $5. It might be $10. It might, depending on what you post. And you can do whatever you want. Like... You know, everyone has their limit, right? So, yeah. like, I have my limit. There's girls that go on there and do complete nude. Like, I don't do complete nude. So, oh, like, okay. everyone, you can do whatever you do want. Do I do it there. together or no. just you? No, just me. Oh. No, we don't have any couple stuff on there. It's really <laughs> rare. We do, like, if we do any, like, videos it's, together, it's, like, him slapping my butt. Like, super, like, PG-13. <laughs> it's not, like, actual. People want to see that stuff, but then I just feel like if I go into that step, like, there's no turning back, right? No, so, yeah. like, the only thing with OnlyFans that... I started my OnlyFans when it wasn't popular to start an OnlyFans. So, people, like, were like, oh, my God, get this carada. You know, like, it was a big thing when I first started mine. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of owned it. I feel like, for me, for all the things... For everything with social media, you just own it, Yeah, because right? you're very straight up, too, like you said earlier. Yeah. So, I feel like... So, like, I'm like, I'm not going to hide it. Because if I hide it, then it takes power. You guys feel like you have power over me. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be completely honest with it. This is what I this is what I do. And I have it. I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. So, what about when you had your, like, the moment that was like, oh, my God. Did, does, do your parents know? Um, My mom knows. Okay. My dad, I don't know if he knows. Well, but because, we don't have those conversations. Okay. <laughs> no, just because one time you told me about that one girl that... The, the dad's friend found her OnlyFans or something like that, right? Yeah, well, I actually, I think I covered that on my podcast. The dad's friend uh, found her OnlyFans and shared it with her dad. And I... Okay, so then I saw it through you then. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, 
you know, I was always nervous that, but then Chris was like, if your dad's friends on your OnlyFans, that makes him a fucking creep, not you. you like, why yeah. are you on? Why okay, you? why, yeah, why yeah, is yeah. he on there? So, like, you do have to think about things like that, right? Because, yeah. oh my God, like, what if so-and-so, your family members, because obviously I do have family that follows me, right? But I would hope to God that they're not going to look at my stuff, right? There's no business for them, them to, to go be paid looking. yeah because and not if like they it's do then that just makes them the weird ones yeah like yeah. that's weird if you're gonna go on my only fans and look at my shit you're weird like because if you had an only fans i wouldn't care i'm not gonna go to but you stuff. can see who's looking or no um no you can see who's paying and stuff but everyone has like fake names it's not uh, like actual profiles you know like like sense. they might have like you know joshua five four three two one you know like it's just mm-hmm. different little logs yeah and like stuff. their ads are yeah, yeah yeah um, oh wow yeah. going a quick break Okay, let's. We'll be back, guys. We're gonna, uh, we'll be back. <laughs> and we are back. So, you know, we were diving. Where's your money? Like your biggest income source from? OnlyFans, for sure. OnlyFans. OnlyFans is my biggest. Yeah. You do you ever give out like how much you make a month? <clears throat> um, or are you just like ballpark? I ballpark. I don't think I've ever been like this is exactly how much money I make a month. What's the ballpark? <laughs> if you want to share, yeah, you don't you have to. Share. Um, I feel like depend- you've said it before. Yeah, no? I've said it before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Depending on the month, right? Because I just don't like to say a set number because it all depends, right? It fluctuates. I have a, I mean. It fluctuates because you know right. I, I don't control it, but it's anywhere from. 25 30 minimum to 55 60 a month a month yeah holy shit yeah, that's yeah. a lot of money you know sometimes it's a little bit more sometimes you know it's it's the yeah but it's way more than what you need to like just live yeah. good you know you think that and then you you have you live the lifestyle i live you're like where the fuck is my money <laughs> <laughs> no um the Dude, new business that's that we have a lot of money it's a lot of money yeah and you're not even going like full on nude. No, no. I will say that that's something I learned this year. Um, because I wanted to. To be honest, I want. Uh, you know, you hear all these people say, "Oh, I make a hundred k a month, right?" And they don't even have that many following. And I'm like, "Fuck!" I was like, I, I had this one girl who's like, "I'm making a hundred k. Um, you could easily make that." And I was like, "Fuck!" Like, let let me see what you're doing, blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a hundred k." But to be honest, I was like. I didn't think I was like, yes, I'm going to make 100K, but you have to do so much to make that 100K. Like, I, you know, I shared with you guys, I don't do full nude. Right. So there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do. You can do like, yeah, guys want to like, yes, you want to look at my boobs, whatever, with a different lingerie set. But these girls are making money because they're either having sex on there with different dudes every day, masturbating with different toys. Can I say that on the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Masturbating with different toys, you know, doing different things. So they're showing everything. So, of course, as a guy, it's different. It's like he went on to, you know, Pornhub or whatever. And, like, he has this favorite girl that he is subscribed to or whatever. But she's, like, you know, having sex with different guys all the time or whatever. So, yeah, like, they're going to pay for that stuff. But for me, like, it gets... You have your limit. Yeah, so I have my limit, right? So I was like, yes, I can make more money there. But I'm like, when I will say when you start an OnlyFan, you have to have a limit. Because it's easy to see the money come in and be like, oh, I can do fine. more. I can do more. I can do more. But I al- we always had our limit. We were like, I always told them, yeah. like, no vagina, nothing down that, there is going to yeah. be shown. Like, and that's it. And so when the Was this t- like conversation that you want initiated with Chris or did he initiate it with you? 
no we kind of both were like where where is our limit gonna be because i don't even know why no we didn't have think like you know honestly we didn't have any guidance going into this okay because i was gonna ask you that too because i remember like on tiktok whenever it was like oh my god nobody talk about it yeah there was girls that were like like follow me hit me up like pay me and i'll guide you how to make this money okay. you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah and i was always like damn are girls really paying these girls you know just so they can teach them how to run yeah. an only fan yeah like, because at the time you didn't really know yeah because it was a new thing it. yeah and so i don't know we were just kind of like okay what what is going to be okay and what is not going to be okay yeah and so for me honestly chris is a very chill guy honestly our relationship is like people don't understand it very much because he's so like not jealous not jealous he doesn't care like he's like i'm you know i'm the one next to you every day i don't care yeah but um i was like the one that i was like this is my limit and this is what i don't want to cross over and like i'm telling you the the amount of messages that you get with like like stuff that you wouldn't even think about that guys want and you're i'm like he's like okay you have this request this week or we have this request like do you want to do it and i'm like uh no so that's how that works they send you a request you make content Mm -hmm. and if they want and you you, they can message you they have to pay to message you and then they can send requests and if you they have requests and they have to obviously pay more right so like a request can be anywhere from like we're purple today or something like that well if they want a purple set they have to pay me 500 dollars for a purple set holy shit yeah so if they want like actual like oh i want you to wear this Mm -hmm. then you have your but you put the price yeah i put the price i'm in charge of the pricing for everything or like i'll have guys who actually buy the lingerie for me that they want me to wear for them and then they'll buy the lingerie for me and then pay like a thousand dollars for me to wear so you must have a peel box yeah yeah i have a peel box okay because it's like no no no, not my oh wait so this yeah okay okay they send the stuff sometimes they send the stuff sometimes they legit go and they buy a specific lingerie outfit for me to wear and then pay they still have to pay for the photos that i'm giving them so they buy me the lingerie they send it to my peel box I wear the the lingerie and I send the the photos and videos to them after they pay me for that for those yeah. clips yeah because those so are my, just for them yeah uh-huh. so my question is like um, they can screenshot right no they can they can mm-hmm. that's the issue so the thing with with OnlyFans too that's why you have to make sure you're okay with it because you're gonna have leaks so we're okay, constantly that's... we are constantly like reddit people leak shit all the time so we're constantly having to message reddit and message people to get it down and that's like a work thing. oh it's work like we're con- he's like especially for him he's like that's his job he like makes sure that on reddit and sh- i don't go and look because then i stress out it's like you don't worry about reddit i worry about it so he worries about the leaks i don't worry about the leaks he makes sure we get it taken down and i my question is how do you even find them like you look her name up yeah 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 it's a work it's work yeah but i mean yeah thankfully i don't have to worry about that if and then also they have to be careful because let's say i paid that guy or not pay that guy that guy paid me for that set right and i find out that it's leaked then i know it's him so i block him so he can't come back so if it traces back to you you're fucking blocked because what will happen a lot is let's say bob buys my picture for three hundred dollars he tries to get that pic he tries to give it to other people for like five bucks or whatever he's trying to make a little bit of money or he's like here dudes you don't pay i got it i'm like bitch you're an idiot because you're the one that paid and all these guys are getting it for free yeah so that's what will happen sometimes they'll just be like oh look i paid this for this photo here you guys can have it too and they'll just leak it out on on mm-hmm. but it happens to everyone like oh no yeah for i sure. started my only fans to be honest because when i uh when it started it was new a lot of uh, influencers that i followed 
or started doing, do, doing it. For me, like the number one that I looked up to was Anna Cherie. I don't know if you follow Anna Cherie. Mm-hmm. She's been like an OG influencer. Yeah, yeah, I, I know who she is. Um, so but. she started like the, her OnlyFans and then I was like, oh shit, she's doing it. And then I, there was a lot of models, influencers that I followed that started doing it. Yeah. And then I would just kind of take what they were doing and or I would like look what on they their OnlyFans yeah. and see what they would post. I mean, some of them still to this day, like obviously post <clears throat> sex and things yeah. like more crazier, right? But... I make sure I have my limits. So. Yeah, because yeah. I, I watch a podcast where they have like, <clears throat> like they every now and then they'll bring out like No Jumper. Yeah. The Are you familiar with No Jumper? They're from LA. You know No Jumper? No. No? All right. Well, it's uh, Adam22 is this guy and then his wife, like they do OnlyFans. But you they know? do it together. Yeah, oh, they do okay. it together. But then they started like their own, uh, they kind of, it's on OnlyFans, I think. They have a podcast. Oh. Uh. Uh, Cause he has like this whole podcast platform, but then he started one with his wife, <clears throat> and they interview like porn stars or other okay. OnlyFans girls. Uh-huh. They interview them, and then right after that, on OnlyFans they'll like go and have sex or whatever. Like oh, a threesome. Like, yeah, that's like their whole deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's but, like crazy. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And he just what, did, and he just did some crazy shit that whatever, everybody was talking about. Yeah, whatever I know. Oh, is it you the know, one that was going through drama? Because what was he doing? What happened? Yeah, oh, with a black dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he allowed it. Like, he's always had sex with other girls with her. But that's the first time that he allowed or okay. he let his his wife. They just got married. And then she slept with some dude. Yeah. Oh, shit. But see, yeah. you know how you say, like, people don't understand how he's not jealous. Because yeah. this is the same with us. Like, I feel like... If he would have reached out to you, I'd be like, oh, it's not like a, yeah. you know, because why? Like, we've been together for so long. The yeah. trust is there, right? Right. So, I feel like people don't understand their relationship. No, no. Obviously, yeah, yeah. it's to the fucking extreme. Yeah, I would not be okay with that. Yeah. Like, no, that, that's, that's wild. But, but yeah, on yeah. his podcast, he has a lot of girls on, you know? And then mm-hmm. those are the ones that talk about, oh, I make a million, two million yeah. a year type, you know? Yeah. yeah. But that's their whole livelihood, you know what I mean? And I feel like for you, I mean, you... You want to do other stuff, too. Yes. Do you think that could get in the way? Like, if you were to, for whatever reason, decide to go that route and just do more, you think it, it could mess up your opportunities? Absolutely. I, absolutely. I think, <clears throat> and because, you know, I've been, I've only been doing OnlyFans for two years. I'm trying to get out of it by, like, next year. Like, all our money, like, what I said, our income, we've been really, like, I, I joked around, like, where's my income? But we, ha- we have a really good life. We, you know, we got our house. Thankfully, we have our cars. We have all the stuff we need plus more we give to our families. But we've invested a lot of that money because the goal has always been to have more, right? To build generational wealth for if we ever do decide to have kids. So all that money, like literally most of the money that I made this year alone on OnlyFans has gone into this new business that we're doing. So it's, we've always thought like, we're doing this for a limited amount of time to get to the next step, right? And so now we're reaching that next step. So yes, it's great. If I can still make that money for another year, great. But I don't want to just keep depending on it for years and years. And I do think like, it definitely impacts like as a businesswoman you know with the level that i'm trying to get to next like i don't want you know a guy to come in to the office and have been like oh, i already saw her vagina you know like i just yeah. you just no, never yeah, know right yeah know. like you see and my you boobs never... hey whatever my boobs come out sometimes you know mm-hmm. i don't freak out you see girls boobs at the club sometimes that they're drunk you know like i feel like boobs aren't a big thing but for someone to see you in that different light and then if you do ever have kids like especially like if i ever have a son to think about him yeah. typing in my name and yeah. seeing something like that. I do think you have yeah. to think about those yeah, things, Yeah, like, right? you know how um, with Kim Kardashian that she has her video or yeah. whatever, they had asked her, like, 
what would happen if like North would see your well, video? One of her sons saw it. Oh yeah, yeah. One, they sent it to one of her sons. Yeah, like, yeah. A video game, I think. Yeah. yeah. And she was just like, uh, I mean, it's out there. Like, there's yeah. just so much she can do. And she's like, I, I would just talk. To, basically, she was saying that she would just talk to her kids and let them know, like, hey, like, we're at this point. Just know that. Yeah, you know? this happened. Right. Yeah. And I do think you you have to really think about it. It's not like an easy decision. And I honestly, I don't know if I would be doing OnlyFans if I was single. Like, if I didn't have my significant other. I don't know if I would do it because I do think it impacts future relationships. Oh, yeah, for sure. I do think that if I am dating a guy and he the conversation comes up, oh, I have an OnlyFans. Do you, like, I'm sorry to say, but do you really think that guy is going to want to take me serious? It's going to be very hard for someone to find someone that's really going to take them serious. Yeah. Right. And I do think about things like that. I I honestly feel like i got lucky in the sense that he's been a support system and we're in it together and i can just you know get out of it whenever because if things weren't you know see this kid and nothing happens but if things didn't work out you know i'd have to explain to my new significant my new partner hey this is my past and not it takes a a, a certain type of guy to be able to accept that yeah. It sense. takes a mature guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. to understand like, to understand and like, yeah. yeah. But you could stop like creating content for that and still make money right i mean because yeah, yeah. you, you have stuff you have like a catalog of stuff what do you mean like <clears throat> if somebody wants to log into your OnlyFans or whatever uh -huh. like you already have past things that they can pay for or you have to constantly create new content no no it. yeah i have a ton of things yeah, like so i don't saying, have to like, keep making i keep i do have to keep making content for the, requests. Oh, for requests and for ogs like because there's still people on there that buy a lot of my content they want to see more right so i am creating more content because there's a lot of people um that are in the messages that are like they buy every weekend so like they have they you need new content yeah. you know often and you are bringing new people and you look different right all mm -hmm. the time so they're obviously gonna know if i like had short hair and back like last year i had shorter hair right they're gonna know like okay oh. she didn't take this this is old people the thing with OnlyFans too that is getting more popular is we started just shooting off a of camera nowadays people want it to be more authentic like oh you just took a selfie in the mirror so they want it to be like almost like you just took this right now and like send it to them yeah oh, yeah man. Okay. That's yeah, because I'm, yeah, because it's like, I'm looking at it kind of, because you know how you said like OnlyFans takes like a, a small cut or yeah. whatever, but it doesn't really impact you because it's not like you're uh, putting monetary, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah no. You know, it's just you're creating content. You're and just creating they, content. So it's like, I, it's like kind of like Etsy, right? Like I had a, I haven't, I had an Etsy account where I was just selling like digital designs or uh -huh. whatever. <clears throat> and I started making a lot of money, you know? But it's like, it's crazy because I'm just, designing something for like one time and then yeah. from there just people just well, it's buy just it more you know? considered like passive and income well yeah, yeah it's passive income and then, yeah. yeah it's passive income and a lot of people online would be like oh etsy's taking so much money like how can you like let this happen you know mm. to other creators or whatever yeah. no, nobody ever told me directly but i'm like man it's like they're taking a small cut of yeah. nothing. I mean, I'm not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a platform. Money, you know? Yeah, day, like, I mean, at the end of the day, you're just making make, content. Yeah. And they have to make money, right? So yeah, they yeah. take a certain percentage off of it, but you're still making good amount of money. Yeah. It's not like yeah. they're taking a shit it's ton like of money. It's like PayPal. Like, yeah, but yeah. you're just not. And PayPal, you literally just sending money, and they're just taking the money yeah. for you using their platform. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, yeah, OnlyFans is my biggest income, and then I have my sponsorships, and then I have you know we had no evil, and then now I also do online training and stuff. So we have different. 
we believe in having different revenue streams yeah. okay that's good and yeah. what about you don't have to say but i know you've mentioned it a few times already like y'all have like something new coming up yes have y'all talked about that or no 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 no, no. no not no, yet not yet no, <laughs> no not yet that's it's it's close it is so close it is so 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 close like we finally have a manufacturing date soon but we can't well, I'm excited so it's for you. physical product, like it's something. an actual product. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, hopefully, primeramente Dios, everything comes out I, good for that. And from what I gathered right now, you guys will definitely be using it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'll definitely be using it. Um, so yeah, we're really, really excited because okay. it's something that's been in the works for a really long time. You know, it's been a mm-hmm. whole process, and we were we have a little bit of knowledge in it in this product that we're coming out with, but not like the back end stuff so everything's been a really big learning lesson and yeah. a lot of money and time has gone into it but we're really really excited the good thing is that i know what it is mentiras <laughs> well you tell me off camera okay. yeah you can okay. say it on camera <laughs> my face goes different <laughs> i can't give it away i haven't even said it on my podcast like some of my friends no, don't yeah. even know so no <laughs> um what about like okay let's touch on your event <clears throat> yes oh, well first oh wait because the event does it like it has like the name of the podcast yes right? yeah. so let's talk about the podcast first yes let's talk about your podcast Need okay and then we go into your event okay yeah, so provocative right yes That's, provocative podcast okay and then provocative being like provoke thought not so not a sexual not just thing. a sexual thing no oh, everyone okay. thought it was going to be like a sexual thing right well, i mean with your logo well, yeah, the logo with the logo yeah. and everything and i did <laughs> want it to be some part in sex right yeah. because i you know i grew up with my family really like making sex as taboo like it's a bad thing or whatever and then i didn't really start learning about sex till like mid-20s like to be honest of like you know the pleasure side of for women like how it's specifically supposed to feel and things like that and like just different stories because you know i've been with Chris since i was 15 he was my first he's been my only so like yeah <laughs> I, no, I, I laugh because it's like Again, it's so weird for me to hear you say that because it's normally me saying that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and people are like, "Really? Is your yeah. he? Yeah, because obviously he's my first, yeah. the only one I've ever been with. Yeah. So obviously we've learned together. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? We've had to learn together. And on the podcast, I t- say same shit, different, same dick, different day. Same, <laughs> different, different day. <laughs> same dick, different day. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to do the podcast because I did want to talk a little bit about sex, but. I like the word provocative because I feel with with what I do, I am a provocative woman, right? Like some people could be like, oh, I know that I radiate a lot of like, I just have a strong sex appeal, right? And so I wanted to include that and embrace that into the podcast. But I also loved it because provocative can also mean to provoke thought. So because of what I do, because of the sexiness and everything, a lot of people don't agree with what I do, but I wanted people to be able to have an open mind when they come on the podcast it's to provoke thought. So you may not agree with what I have to say, but at least you're open to it, right? And it might yeah. something might change your mind. You might agree with something you might not, but you're coming in this no judgment and just taking for what it is. So that's why I started the podcast. And it's it's it hasn't been an easy process because I will say like one podcast, you guys know, finding guests, topics and everything is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, not even hard, but just time consuming to make it interesting. And two, like, I didn't really know what direction because I don't have a co-host. So I just started it by myself. It was going to go. And now it's kind of gone into like more motivational um, than anything. People just really like to hear me talk about life and motivate them and stuff like that. So 
now I've kind of directed more towards motivational. When I first started, we would talk a lot about sex and things like that. But there's almost, there's only so much I can talk about sex because I have sex with Chris, right? I think I wanted the whole like, I don't know if you guys have, if you've heard of Girls Gotta Eat. Mm-mm. they have like they're older in their 30s and they're single so they have all these sex stories to talk about and things like that and then that's where i learned a lot about like oh shit people are having sex this way and this way and this way um that's where i really learned like okay some women it takes them a long longer time to have orgasm where they need certain stimulation so yeah. i just wanted to learn i just wanted to take what i learned and share it to my my girls especially because yeah. i have a lot of latina followers <laughs> and in a latino household they don't talk about that like yeah, they for don't. me it was like no, yeah. very like you're not gonna have sex until you're married and yeah the, you know like that's how it was one guy only one guy only mm-hmm. right and so that's why i wanted the podcast because i wanted to share you know what i learned throughout the years with the girls yeah. and to you know any upbringing that they had like say it's not this is not the only way to think right so yeah well now we sh- i share like you know my life any like motivational topic or it's not just fitness it's a lot recently this year has been about mental health and things like that so mm. yeah so how do you go about uh finding like guests and stuff like are you um, just reaching out to people in your circle or i try out? to reach out to anyone <clears throat> that i think is going to add value to the podcast so like for me it's a lot of like um women entrepreneurs too recently because i think that it benefits a lot of the women that listen to the podcast um nowadays you know women are hustlers they're trying to like make something for themselves and um so i try to reach out to as many female entrepreneurs i know um but anyone who has like not just a business, but is doing something different that can contribute to my listeners, I'm more than happy to have them on, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just usually do a little bit of research um, or sometimes it's just the universe, like literally like I come across like um, someone, like I just came across Julia Wang, she's uh, number one realtor in Houston through um, make, makeup by Suzette, Suzette does my makeup, I went through her, I was just on her story one day and then found Julia th- uh, through her and I was like, oh, she looks like she, she could share what she's learned through real estate. And she's an entrepreneur by herself. And I just messaged her and brought her on. So I just kind of do a little bit of research yeah. on what they do. Yeah. Okay. Damn, what made you, I'm, in, I'm interested in like, what made you want to come on this one? I know. I was about to ask you yeah, that. Yeah, because she was so like, I was, she was like, damn, we, like we got her. Like, that's crazy. You know? like, <laughs> well, because it was, we got her. Gonna walk. <laughs> he was so funny. He's like, hey, uh, can you vet for the, he's driving. He's like, can you vet for these people? I'm like, no, not really. I'm like, I never really like talked to her much. Yeah. She's like, okay. Which is, yeah, because, because it's like, yeah. so our podcast, like obviously we have like people that we know. It start it starts off with a circle of people you know, right? And then from there you just start kind of like meeting people through them and you just yeah. like know and then somehow like it circles back and we have mutual friends and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then with you, it's like I said, like it's like two different worlds in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm super familiar with, with like everybody over there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But, and I've tried to work with like Christian, like I've reached out and stuff. So it's, it's never happened. So for us to like talk to you mm-hmm. in a way, it's like, it's not that it's like, oh, like it's opening the doors for us, but mm-hmm. in a way it is, you know, yeah. it's kind of bridging that, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah. Yeah, so hey. my, yeah, because I was <clears throat> like, um, I remember like I had repost because I'm big on like everything happens for a reason yes, or like too. you speak it into existence, you know? So then I had, it was funny because me and him, like we talk about a list, right? Mm-hmm. That we have. And he's like, I'm, I'm never really picky on who I want to bring on because I'm always open to, to hear anybody's story mm-hmm. at the end of the day because that's what you're sharing, your story, mm-hmm. you know, and people can 
get to know you on more on a personal level right so then um he's like who do you want to have and i'm like man i would want to have her just so i can like pick her brain Mm -hmm. get to know her you know like just know her story really Mm -hmm. and then he's like all right so we added you on our list Mm -hmm. so then when i shared your uh like your post from the podcast and then i'm like and then i you shared it like you shared it on like Mm -hmm. the your your instagram yeah on the story and then that's when i reshared it when i normally he's like we never normally don't reshare a reshare yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) so then i did reshare it and then i'm like yeah we need to get her on the podcast and then he's like I think I just sent you a message without even telling him. I'm uh-huh. like, I sent you a message. You're like, yeah, I'm down. And I'm like, what? I remember I told him, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh. And then I just screenshot it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, Yeah. <laughs> no, I think when you reached out, I mean, honestly, I haven't really been as on a guest on different podcasts because, well, I actually have Max. And then I did Julia. She's from Austin. Um, but when you reached out, uh, I thought it was cool because I saw that you both, I think you were like, oh, me and my husband do it. Or, and yeah. I was like, you are Latina, and um, I did. I looked at your page, and I was like, okay, so they they interview a lot of entrepreneurs. They interview Latinos, and I think we were just talking about how I would I want to get more involved with the Latino yeah. culture here in Houston. We moved into Sugarland, and I love it. But I think because of that, and you know, we live over there. We train. We trained at Awfully and stuff. It's been hard for us to build latino relationships it wasn't till like literally like a year and a half ago that we have you know some friends now that are more latino based but now um specifically now i want to build more relationships with the latino culture Mm -hmm. here and build more of a bigger community too because i feel like it's always just been us in our small circle but you know and i i I talked about it on my podcast i think it was just like too afraid to branch out because you never know people's intentions and this and that because when i first moved here everyone like was, just yeah. negative right yeah, and they were not like welcoming. it's not welcoming so but now i'm getting to the age where i'm like fuck it like if i get rejected i get rejected but building community is amazing because if i can teach you something you can teach me something why not right yeah. and like yeah. if i can cause create an opportunity for you amazing and if you can create create an opportunity for me amazing and so i was like you know yeah fuck it like that's audience that probably don't know who i am and yeah. like get a chance to know my story mm-hmm. and with uh, also with our product they're coming out it'll be really good <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope it doesn't slip out because you bring no, it. No, <laughs> it won't. It won't. It won't. But no, I'm glad you did come on because I feel like our podcast, we are big on Latinos. Yeah. So and, that's and what I, I, I was like. No, and I was going to say, and I do think we're strategic in that way where it's like, all right, we every time we invite somebody, we have to tell them like, hey, it's me and my wife or it's my, you know, me and my yeah. husband or whatever because... I feel like that already adds a little bit of trust, you yeah. know, and it's a, like a little more okay. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And that's or, that's why whenever <clears throat> we because uh, we always do the we get your number, we text you because it just makes it more personal. You oh know? yeah, it's for like sure. more like it, all right, it's legit. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. If you have to reschedule, just send us a text. You yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. that now we're building that connection. You know, right. and then um, that's when he's like, yeah, bring him because to give you the comfort, you yeah, know, yeah. obviously like if you look up the address, yeah, you're like, not, yeah. oh shit, like it's at our house, that's fucking weird. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But then he's like, yeah, bring him on or whatever. Cause he knew about like Chris too, right? Yeah. So then, um, but yeah, I'm glad you did come on because we do have a lot of like Hispanic viewers, yeah. Latinos. So then whenever you were like talking to, to us about like your upbringing, I'm like, oh shit, she's full on Latina. Yeah, like, I am. Know? It's just been hard for me to try to balance both 
cultures in one you yeah. know just because of how i was where i was raised and stuff like no, that yeah, right sure. so and the companies i've worked with right because it's just, it's just hard right but now i'm getting to the point where i'm like okay i, I want to be able to balance both cultures right yeah. so. and you know what i feel like the latino community is growing yeah, it's growing a lot a lot like and i feel like now we're in the point where like literally all of our guests that have you know came to our um like our podcast or whatever i feel like that connection is is still alive like, yeah like we are so big on like like you said if we can connect you with somebody that's been on no hesitation and shoot you like a, their number you yeah, know what i mean yeah. or like obviously like hey it's cool this is so and so and i feel like once they know you're on the podcast mm-hmm. you know then they feel more comfortable right, with that, right. You know? yeah but with that being said let's go on a quick break and we'll be back okay sir and we are back all right so we we're talking about the, the podcast the podcast right mm-hmm. so it's like um what else do you think like could come out of your podcast like are you right now you're just doing like the one like weekly or? weekly yeah every thursday is a new episode i mean my vision is honestly exactly. like i would hope someday it's like a kind of like ellen like a big like production thing for um I, specifically for our our videographer i want him to like he's in um, literally all our businesses that we have but like i envision him like taking control over that and doing that but like i don't know i don't really like to i have goals for myself right and i have goals for life but i don't like to limit myself to like this is what is going to happen because if i've learned anything since we've moved here like life moves so fast and things that you thought you were going to do you don't do and things that you didn't never think were part of your life like come like i never really saw myself having a podcast and mm-hmm. you know i like honestly i don't i don't know about you guys but i don't physically make money off my podcast i make money through the advertisement that i do with my brands and things like that but right now i don't have on like, your podcast on my podcast yeah mm-hmm. so i don't really have like a sponsorship for the podcast right yeah. so podcasts are tough it's a tough market to get into and i never really thought like okay i'm gonna get into but podcast but it was around two years ago where i was like something in my gut was just telling me do the podcast and and i love it like you know i went on my live today and i was like sometimes you know a lot of the times you do things for money right because you want to make money but there are times that when you find something that really brings you fulfillment it's like a different type of happiness right and like Mm -hmm. i love doing the podcast right so i don't really make money off of it but like i love being able to really like share who i am on the podcast talk about whatever the hell i want to talk about on the podcast and i am so grateful that i have support on the podcast so what will happen in the future i don't know but hopefully something big right (laughs) no yeah Yeah. i that's very relatable because for us it's the same thing i feel like we're not really making we just got our second like sponsor right Mm -hmm. um and it's just basically they sponsor um the way we do it is like they'll sponsor the full episode they Mm. pay us an amount and then we'll slap their logo like on it yeah. on the yeah. the full episode right mm-hmm. and then we'll do an intro and outro video like talking about that business specifically. Yeah. Well, it's kind of crazy because we we talked to um it's the june june right 
June the Barber. So he's kind of like he's kind of like the one that introduced us to like the whole sponsorship. Like mm-hmm. we had been talking about it with Lucia, right? Mm-hmm. But he's the one that kind of sat down with us and we're, he's like, all right, how does it work? Like, how, what are y'all planning to do? Because he's the first one that sponsored a full episode. Mm. And I'm like, all right, like, if you give us this or whatever, like, we'll do this for you, this and this. And he's mm. like, all right, all right, like, that's already a lot. Like, you're giving me a lot for what you're asking. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're being too... Too giving. Too giving, yeah. you know? It's like, and I'm like, damn, that's kind of crazy because it doesn't seem like we're giving if him anything, a lot. anything, I feel like it's a lot. I'm like, like oh shit, yeah. I should have added more, you know? He's yeah. like, no, no, no. He's like, that's... I think stop at, at this. Yeah, You're yeah, yeah. good. And then the next tier, you add more. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I'm just like, damn, like, it just opened my eyes to, like, more opportunities and I'm just like, damn, you know? Yeah. Like, but it's so, so funny because we record the <clears throat> like the intros of like the ad, mm. and he like always forgets what he has to say. Like, oh really? So we're literally yes, sitting on that side like recording. And he's like, I'm like, don't read off your phone. Like, yeah, you gotta remember. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. and then he's, I'm like, just remember the point. You yeah. Know? But we started doing that, so we just barely got like two episodes that got sponsored. One by June the Barber. <laughs> so shout out to June and um. So. And tilt. It's okay. um, it's like a sneaker vintage store. Yeah, I was telling Chris we we have a podcast for them tomorrow. tomorrow yeah, oh. early so They're like our number ninety nine. I don't know, ninety seven, ninety eight. I don't know, one of okay. those numbers. But we're gonna record at their store tomorrow. Oh. And um, so they ended up sponsoring a like an episode for our, us too. So okay. that's how we're making the money. Like yeah. barely now. Like we're yeah. about to reach a hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're barely getting the that the money right yeah, but yeah. it's not even any money because that money is going toward our event that we're yeah. paying for out of pocket right because right, right, that's right. just how that works you yeah, know yeah and um but yeah we're pretty excited hopefully like but we enjoy doing it i mean the goal is to like eventually like make money off of it you right know? right but we're enjoying the ride because right. people like to see the growth the, like, growth, the growth yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so yeah. it's just you can't expect to make money right off the bat right doing things sometimes yeah. you gotta People nowadays don't want to have make sacrifices or think that everything's super fast and easy. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, because so. it's yeah. reaching the like even just reaching one thousand subscribers on like uh, YouTube. It was so like hard for us, right? Yeah. Like we we didn't we just the the growth was just so like organic that we really had to work to get there. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like um, obviously our Instagram account is not that big. I think our biggest account is. Uh, TikTok. TikTok. Oh, okay. Because okay. we had a few video, videos go viral. Yeah, like, yeah. On that, nah, yeah. That's the best TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, they transfer to like uh, Instagram. And then from Instagram, the hardest one for is us it is YouTube. YouTube. The hardest yeah. one for me is YouTube. Yeah. It's still YouTube. YouTube is the hardest. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But hey, once you get those YouTube, those thousand are fucking diet, like hard supporters like youtubers are hard supporters so if you even you have like a thousand subscribers on youtube those people will like they'll fuck with you oh it's because it's like so hard to fucking subscribe yeah yeah. you have to really want to be invested in those people's lives and what they're doing right you really have to care enough to hear what they got to say right so yeah Yeah, so for us i feel like adding the third segment because we just added the third segment um i think you were telling them right yeah so then when that one i feel like it'll help us a little bit more just because it's more trending topics. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, yeah, they're like, oh, they're talking about you know the the airline that did a U turn because the yeah. guy had a diary or whatever, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's oh like, God. oh shit, like let me watch what what they have to say, so, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it helps. Have yeah. you ever but, thought about like adding something like that, like another segment to your <clears throat> podcast or no? Like maybe no. one where it's just y'all two. No, I haven't. No, I honestly haven't. Um, You're like, I'm like nah. no, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know, I'm barely coming back on YouTube again. Like the podcast says it's YouTube, but my personal YouTube, like, I'm like, okay, I need to get back on it. So, 
Um, no, I haven't. But I mean, people do love us together. Like they really like what he's got to say. But the thing with him is that he's not a natural talker. So I really have to like make the topics and really have make sure the topic is something he can talk about and he's interested and cares about because he's one of the guys like if i don't fucking care about it i'm not gonna talk about it so that's the issue like he's not a very like um talker right so i feel like it it, as a co-host he's a he's a hard (laughs) co-host he makes it a little hard for me and you know what's so funny that like with us i feel like um he brings the topics and I just bring the random shit. That, yeah. You know, like, See, I if he like, brought the topics, I could bring the random shit. Yeah. But I bring mm-hmm. the topics and I have to make sure, like, because sometimes I'll ask him questions, like, on the podcast, you'll be like, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> what, cool. if, what if when you're editing, he does like a voiceover? I know, imagine. Oh. <laughs> no. He's like, oh, I can think about what she said. I no, know. That's so funny. What so, made you guys think about, sorry, what made you guys think about doing a podcast? So we were actually, um, I'm pretty sure, like, some the viewers have heard this right but we were at hooters uh-huh we were eating we were having like family family time right so we were at hooters eating and then we were drinking and we're like he's like man we should do a podcast and i'm like yeah i love to talk like, yeah we should, do, we should do it but i'm very like camera shy you know like i like i hate taking selfies because i feel mm-hmm. like i'm very like damn why do i look like that mm-hmm. like why does my face look uneven you know what i mean yeah I think about it too much. Uh-huh. So then when he's like, yeah, like, you don't even got to worry about the camera. Like, it's just, we're just talking. So I, I feel like if I'm looking, is to make sure that the camera, like, didn't, like, the battery, right? Yeah. So then uh, we just made that, literally that same day, we made, like, a list of people. Oh, sure. And we're like, and he's like, well, he's a graphic designer, so he does oh, logos, you know, okay. he knows how to edit. So he's like, I'll just do all this. We'll bring on guests, you know, and we'll make it, like, a job. Mm. So every Friday, believe it or not, like, we started in... What, this is like going to be second year? Yeah, I was telling her September, right? It was like September? Yeah, we started like the last week of September, like yeah. two years ago, right? And then um, we started, since then, we've booked almost every Friday. Oh, dang. Like, so it's like yeah. a job. Like Yeah, no, no, it is a full-time job. Yeah, yeah so sure. we literally well, you like... You just show up. Uh-huh. Well, you just show up. Yeah, I mean, I show up, but <laughs> I find our babysitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then job. we have our son, you know? So then I feel like at first, like our family didn't take it serious. They're like... Yeah. But they would... My, my suegra didn't mind taking care of Milo, right? Yeah. And um, so we would start asking people. Now we have like my, you know family they're like oh we'll watch him for you because yeah. they know we have a podcast yeah, yeah, yeah you know or like uh if it's a family event they'll try not to do it on a friday because oh, they, they know, know we're have we're not gonna go because we have a podcast yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's how serious we're taking it hoping yeah. that eventually it becomes more yeah yeah you know so but we literally started it because we wanted to build more connections yeah. and build the community like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know people watching can watch you and be like oh shit like maybe i can't turn only fans and not feel judged yeah yeah you know what i yeah, mean like for sure it's just that's that's what we're like we like to bring people that are gonna inspire others motivate them encourage yeah. them to step out of their comfort zone you yeah, know? If, yeah so it's just like again we're big on like not gatekeeping yeah so yeah. yeah that was really the start of this podcast yeah, okay and then it just grew to two other segments two other segments yeah and then in a way i feel like your podcast kind of led to the event right yeah to what event to my event yeah 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 yeah. so um i had thrown an event a long time ago with uh some friends from denver and it was a learning experience for sure and um what i do love about social media is like connecting with people and bringing value to people and like you know i think it's cool if you become famous because you know you do makeup but or like you know tiktok you go viral for something but 
if people know you because you've helped them in your their life in some sort of way i think that is so powerful and that's one of the reasons that i do the podcast is because it's just amazing the amount of people that you can help by just like that's why like i said with being different guests or Mm -hmm. you know talking about my OnlyFans or whatever giving women this confidence right that they probably didn't have before or they have these for me like a lot of the comments that i get or and dms like i'm so grateful for you because you talk about things that i think about but i'm too afraid to talk to someone about you know or too scared or whatever it's looked upon as bad right so i give them a platform where they can i'm just the one that talks you know openly and they can express themselves and um i was just like you know i'm i'm ready to build community and like this you know, I wanted the podcast to be too, and I, I, I wanted to do the do the event, but in the beginning of the year, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I'm ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. And then I'm all about you know the universe too, and I just felt like I kept getting these signs about building community, building community. I wanted that, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just jump in, and do the event. It's scary. I don't know how many people are gonna come mm-hmm. out, right? And I, I hope, but even if it's just, even if I can just get ten girls to come that's 10 girls I'm helping I'm getting to meet and build community with so I was like fuck it like let's do an event and um yeah so I'm throwing an event November 11th it's called the provocative experience it's going to be like a whole experience so I have five guest speakers um each one is going to talk about um different topics it is a women's empowerment event so women only um I was between a co-ed and women but I wanted because I started the podcast for primarily women. I wanted it to be like I wanted them to feel like okay, there she's here to support us, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have different female speakers talking about different topics. Um, you know, I'm gonna talk talk about sexuality and how to bring out your confidence. I have a guest speaker on money, on how to be a female entrepreneur and what that looks like, and I have. Um, uh, a friend who's talking about uh, mental health and limiting beliefs and that, how limiting beliefs can hold you back from achieving your dreams. And then I have, um, I guess, speaker talking about hormonal health and how important that correlates to conf- confidence, sex drive, all these things. So I have a lot of guest speakers to give you this experience and talk about all those hard topics or topics that you know you don't know much about but you can take something away from it so the event's november 11th and it's going to be a full day event so guest speakers a luncheon so food will be provided and it'll give you time to connect with like-minded individuals and build that community Mm -hmm. and for the women that are there obviously they're to learn and connect with others so you're there to learn and connect with others so we'll have a few different like um sponsors and and um tables and things but it's going to be primarily for you to just go and socialize and learn yeah Yeah. so it's like um just to clarify then it's not going to be like a market no 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 market no 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 market and then you're also doing like a, a walk what do you mean a walk? Isn't oh my like god, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so in the morning, because I am... I thought it was crazy for a second. I was like... Whoa. Yeah, I know. No, 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 sorry, sorry. Um, so the event <clears throat> will be anywhere from like... I'm still working out the times because it was originally from 12 to 5, but I'm like, that's not enough time. So I'm going to extend it probably to 11.30 to 8 because I want to give... If you're going to purchase a ticket, I want you to have the full experience and for sure. not feel rushed. And mm-hmm. I want you to have enough time to listen to all the speakers and then also get to meet them and everything but in the morning i am someone who does fitness so i was like how can i incorporate fitness without being in the event and then like i can't just put it in the middle where you're going to be sweaty and sit and mm-hmm. your sweat so i decided to do um a 5k walk and run early in the morning so well the first thing we do we start our day with like either like a meditation exercise like outside which i think will be a great 
you know, start to our day. You can run it if you want to run. Um, cause I've been running a lot for, I was doing a half marathon training. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I put walk or run cause some women don't like to run and that's fine, but it gives you some exercise to start out the day. So we're going to yeah. start that in the morning, have a little break, go back to your hotel, your home, wherever change and then get ready for the event yeah, yeah i know because oh, yeah, cool. like damn you're gonna be sweaty <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no no no. you have time to go home change shower before ready, the actual before the actual starts. event and then go because i do i mean people love my fitness stuff so yeah i, I wanted to cool. i want to incorporate yeah. it but i don't want you sitting in i don't want to sit in my sweat yeah. and i sweat really easily in the event and then my makeup be all ruined and i have videos of me with you know it's mm. so i was like let me do that early in the morning get a chance and i think like that will kind of already start your day like and with a better bond like i'm sure girls will already meet each other there and be looking forward to the event right yeah. you won't yeah, be as true. nervous yeah to show up to but and event. i also think it's like super cool that you're adding that just because it's like you yeah it's yeah. like you know oh come this this is what i do for real yeah so be a part of it like, yeah yeah and, yeah and like because when i saw that i'm like oh that's pretty cool like, yeah you know yeah I'm maybe excited. people are like not like look people are probably like never wanting to go for that one that walk or run and then doing it that one time maybe can encourage them to do it more often yeah you know? yeah so and like, I, I there's so much power in in walking alone i tell people all the time you know it's not just about running and killing yourself like just go outside for 20 minutes you do not understand what the power of the sun will do to your mental health a lot of actual like um health professions talk about it all the time how like the sun is so important to just your mental health and just going out for a walk so i want to start out that day like that and i think it just going to something like that gets your guard down already right versus yeah, like just sure. you know i know if i was the one coming to the event I would really be looking forward to that because you're like, it's more fun. It's not as serious, right? No, trust me, like for the other event, yeah. I didn't even want to go. Like I was yeah. so nervous, right? And yeah. he's like, you have to go. And I'm just like, man, do I really like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to show up. Yeah, and he's I mean? like, now you have to show up. But I had already told, um, I mean, I've talked about it on here with uh, First Bowl Latina. Yeah. I, when she reached, like she was reaching, she reached out and she told me, I told her, I'm like, even here, I was like, I'm just like a nervous person. Like, yeah. um, but once you introduced yourself then i'm good yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah like face to face so then when i showed i showed up by myself yeah you know so it's just like it's even worse when you show up by yourself yeah and then you're just going to an event that you're just like holy shit like what am i gonna do so the first thing i did i'm like i'm gonna get a drink like I'm yeah gonna. and i wasn't even feeling good that day too oh, okay. and um he dropped me off and i'm like all right just whatever i'm just gonna talk to whoever talks to me yeah. you know and then i did have a few girls like are you from um the this and much more and i'm like yeah, yeah. and that's when we just ended up networking networking yeah, yeah yeah and i think it's great I, I have a few icebreakers too so that if you are coming alone you know you get to you know meet people without it being like awkward like oh who do i say hi to so i am taking those things into account because it takes a lot of courage to come to an event by yourself right yeah, a for lot sure. but i want these women who are like ready to make a change because i you know it's an empowering event i want you i want these women i talked about on my podcast to if they're ready to step into this new level of confidence and feel powerful like this is the event right this is going to get you out of your comfort zone this is where you're going to learn and if you're ready you know but you're scared this is the event for you because I, I know that it's really, really tough and I'm going to do my best to make everyone, you know, be able to connect. But you have to be willing to take that first step and go. But it's it's hard, you know, it's yeah. hard. But 
I, I think it's going to be very, very beneficial to those. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're touching on, like, a lot of, like, the details for the event. So, like, that a lot of the girls that are listening, like, like you said, if you go alone, like, you'll have something. Like, yeah. you're keeping that in mind. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's not like just like a show up and you'll meet somebody. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Or just like a show up to take a photo with me or whatever. No, I want it to be like I'm kind of have a day in coordinator because I want to be as involved with everyone as yeah. possible. Yeah, I mean, guys, it can't get more. I mean, she's going to be sweating with y'all. So like, <laughs> <laughs> it can't get more personal I, than I know, that. I know, it can't get more personal. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're all going to be there like just sweating like, yeah. oh shit. Like, but it's fun. It's fun. It gives us a chance to meet people. You never know who you're going to meet, right? Oh, yeah, You can sure. meet your best friend there, or you can meet, you know, if you're looking for a job, you could find your next job right there. You never yeah. know, yeah. you yeah. know? I always try to say yes to opportunities, especially now, because you just never know. And yeah. if I can provide someone value, then that's amazing, too. Yeah. Do you know that game Tragos is like a card game? Tragos? Yeah, it's no. like a trago. It's like a drinking game. Target now, right? They should be, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a drinking game, but it's like for Hispanics. So it's like if your it's mom like, hits you yeah, with yeah. the chancla, like oh, take shit. three shots or something like that. that. Yeah. So whenever I went to the Spoil Latina event, um, so the one of the girls, Jackie, she came up to me because of the podcast. Yeah. So then I ended up just sticking with her. Uh-huh. And she actually introduced me to the Tragos girls, the owners, and they're from New York. And they oh, only come wow. to Houston for the Spoil Latina event. Oh, wow. So then when I met them, we were literally, we booked like a last minute um, episode, uh-huh. like a podcast for them. But then their flight ended up, they were leaving through um, Bush. Oh. And we're like opposite of that. Yeah. So we ended up like not doing it. So we're like, she's like, man, when we go back in July next year, like let's book it in advance so they oh, can okay. come out on here, you know. But I just thought it was so cool because I, I walked in there nervous thinking yeah. like, who am I going to meet? And I ended up meeting girls. Yeah. Like these girls that created a whole ass game for yeah. Latinos, you know, to play while you're drinking. That is so cool. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's just opportunities like that that can happen at events yeah. like like yours, yeah, you know? Yeah. like 100%. You never so, know who's going to show up. You, you never really know. never know. Like, you never know. But, I mean, I think we pretty much touched on everything. <laughs> I mean, I, um, other than that, I mean, you know, we want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Did you have anything else? No, I was. Did you did you touch all the topics? Yeah, that's all the topics. Oh yeah, that is plus more. I mean, we touched yeah, more we than did. what yeah, we, we did. Yeah, we did. Definitely, her quinceanera was in Mexico. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I've said that on my podcast. No, I appreciate guys having me on. This yeah. was so much fun. I, know, I feel so, so much more relaxed that I don't have to be the interviewer because I'm like because being the interviewer is hard because you have to be trying to listen and trying to see how the next question is gonna flow into the yeah. conversation. And you do it by yourself. I do it by myself. So it's like I sometimes I, I kind of like let her take over. Yeah. Or, yeah, because I'm. Mean? Sometimes he'll get the, like, you hardly talk. And then he's just like, well, because I'm always, like, talking, yeah, like, yeah. you know, keeping yeah, the conversation yeah. going. Yeah. No, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, I'm glad that y'all did come. Now we have this connection. And, you know, hopefully I can come to our event October 14th. Yes. Remember, guys. And then to your event November 11th. Yes. Okay. Um, anyways, her information will be in the description below. Um, and other than that, thank y'all for watching. And shout out to Chris. He's behind the camera. <laughs> and again, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye, guys. Peace.